you're listening to Maybe You're Like Me, the transparent musings of a God girl chasing after her purpose. Maybe You're Like Me is a podcast for dreamers and doers who take life's lessons and level up to look more like Christ. We'll connect through super relatable stories, growing pains, and aha moments that most of us share, just not always out loud. I'm your host, Alicia Watson, creative entrepreneur, playwright, author, wife, mother, daughter of the king, and so much more. And I can't help but to think that maybe you're like me. Hey, beautiful people. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Maybe You're Like Me with Alicia Watson. That's me, Alicia Watson. I'm so happy that you're here with me today. I hope you're doing so good, so good, so good, like Destiny's Child in 99. Didn't you love that song? I love that song. I love the whole Writings on the Wall album. I vividly remember being on the bus riding to uh, cheerleading competitions, blasting that CD in my Sony Discman. Do kids even know what Sony Discman are now? (laughs) The kids probably have no idea what I'm talking about. Anyway, this song, So Good, was so good to me because it was the perfect soundtrack to my little teeny bopper days. All my teeny bopper years with all of my high school fun and drama, my little boyfriend, my little frenemies, all of that. What I didn't imagine is that the drama and hating wouldn't stop at high school. From co-workers, PTA parents, the girls in the body pump class at the gym, heck, even church members can give mean girl vibes and mean guys vibes. And I know I'm not the only one, so maybe you're like me and there's someone who doesn't like you. Let me start by saying I'm not talking about anybody in particular with this episode. I mean, I do not have any specific person's face in my mind as I record this. The fact of the matter is there is someone who doesn't like me. And when I say maybe you're like me, really, there's no maybe about it. There is someone who doesn't like you, too. Everyone has someone who doesn't like them for whatever reason. I won't go as far as to call them an enemy. An op? Is that what the kids are calling them these days? You got ops. Yeah, ops. (laughs) Let me stop playing. I'm not that old. But your op is anyone in competition with you or Anyone making moves against you, we used to call them haters. People still call people like this haters. And that's what the Destiny's Child song was about. You're haters. So Alicia, what's the point of this episode? It's the point of the song, my friends. In spite of their haters' best efforts to talk about them, tear them down, lie on them, and sabotage them, the girls of Destiny's Child were still prospering, honey. And that's true for you too. That's my point. In essence, no weapons formed against you will prosper. Isaiah 54, 17 in the NLT reads, but in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. You will silence every voice raised up to accuse you. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Their vindication will come from me. I, the Lord, have spoken. Listen, friends, you will have haters. You will face opposition. You will get attacked, especially, especially as a servant of the Lord. But as a servant of the Lord, you can trust that God will protect you from the weapons of your earthly enemies and the enemy of your soul. And not only will he protect you, he will prosper you right in their faces so you can be carefree. Really, truly, you don't have to waste your energy defending yourself against people or trying to protect yourself against people or repair your reputation against people or get them to believe one way or the other about you. You don't have to seek revenge. God takes care of your haters in more ways than one. Listen, it's okay if everyone doesn't like you. This is something I had to come to terms with. I wanted to be understood and accepted by everyone. And this led me to being far too nice as a defense mechanism. 
And then after I grew some and experienced some life, I became far too closed off as a defense mechanism. Now I just understand that people are weird, but God is good. I don't need a defense mechanism. He is my defense mechanism. Since I'm talking about this blast from the past from high school, it makes me think of another blast from the past from high school. Y'all, there was this girl who pretended to be my friend. I'm not going to name her. I'm not even going to go through all the things that she did. One thing's for sure, two things for certain. This girl was not my friend. In fact, she hated me and actively tried to sabotage me. Okay, I'm going to say one thing she did. One day she called to tell me my boyfriend had R-worded her, you know, taking advantage of her. And she's calling me and she's crying. She's hysterical. And she's going through all this and me in my empathetic fashion, I'm listening and I'm tearing up and I'm feeling all this sadness for her. And I call him to ask him about it. And he's playing Madden. Hadn't seen the girl that day. I have no idea why she would call me and say something like that. It's weird. People are weird. That was like one of the things that she did. But eventually her hate for me turned into her shooting herself in the foot. The trap that she laid for me ended up changing her own life in a major way. And I went on to live mine unaffected by any of her schemes and scams. And for what? (laughs) I don't even know what she gained from it. But again, people are weird and God is good. And no matter what she did, I never changed. I just kept being me. I didn't let her change how I felt, how I interacted with her. And eventually it all came back to bite her in the butt. Those are the worst types. They smile in your face all the time. They want to take your place. The backstabbers, the haters, the ops. And you don't have to do anything or be anything for them to be the way that they are towards you. You could just be being yourself. Let me tell you, you can't nice your way out of people's evil intentions. It actually makes them hate you more for some reason. And that used to really frustrate me. But what I had to learn is that being overly nice and trying to avoid making enemies made me really agreeable to whatever everyone else wanted me to do and be. Which, in essence, often left little room to seek and stand on what God wanted me to do and be, his will. And that's even in a good way. And you might be able to relate. There are so many people who live a life that their parents want them to live. um, And they're in the wrong career, in the wrong city, with the wrong person. Just because they fear disappointing their parents and being rejected. Some people are pursuing a lifestyle and goals and ambitions and not out of a sense of purpose or assignment, but because they want to be perceived a certain way, because that being perceived in that way makes them feel safe. Being inspirational and aspirational makes them feel valued. And yet it has them ending up secretly miserable with their lives and with themselves. Desiring to be approved, but never really being seen for who they really are. Never really feeling the love of just being, just being them. Never really feeling the confidence and contentment of walking in their God-given purpose. You cannot be afraid to disappoint and upset other people. Let your intentions be to be kind to them from a space of empowerment from God and not as a form of self-protection. The former earns a reward from God while letting him protect you. Proverbs 25, 21 and 22 says, if your enemies are hungry, give them food to eat. If they are thirsty, give them water to drink. By doing so, you will heap burning coals of shame on their head and the Lord will reward you. So if your ops are hungry or thirsty, take care of them. It's a simple commitment. It's a deep perspective, but I think that it shows and proves that people hate you and hate on you from a space of insecurity and lack. It could be that you have something that they want, whether it's the job, the kids, the marriage, the talent, the resources, the face, the favor, 
the audience, the it factor, the joy, the peace or whatever. They can hate that you're showing up in a way that they don't have the faith or confidence to. And it's convicting them. They may feel the need to be the first or only in the spaces that you share. They might just be threatened by you and see you as someone who's coming to take their place. I don't know what their problem is. I say all that to say it's not a you problem, but a them problem. I read a quote from Dita Von Teest. I think it's attributed to her on the internet and I didn't research any further. So if it's not, correct me. But it said that you can be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world. And there's still going to be somebody who hates peaches. You can't please everyone. And you shouldn't even be trying to. You should only be trying to please God, really, while working on loving everyone. And boundaries are a thing. Let them be a thing in your life. Let boundaries bless you. We've all had a frenemy at one time or another. It's especially painful when someone you thought was really for you is against you. You can treat them kindly. You can show up for them. You can be nice for them. But I think unless you're specifically instructed to do so by God, you don't have to allow these people to remain in your intimate spaces. You can still love them while guarding your heart. And I think it's wisdom to do so. If you're like me, you hate the idea of people hating you. I like peace and I like positivity and I like for everybody to feel special and happy and loved and all of that from me. Unfortunately, in a sinful fallen world, these negative feelings and intentions exist no matter what you try to do. And you might not even know what you did to arouse them in others. And that's fine. God sees the heart. And again, he can protect you. I think of Saul and David. David was just trying to play his harp and soothe Saul's soul. (laughs) Meanwhile, Saul was throwing spears at David out of jealousy, a literal weapon. And yet it did not prosper. But later on, David did become a king in place of Saul because it was God's will. Psalm 141, 8 through 10. But my eyes are upon you, O God, the Lord. In you I take refuge. Do not leave my soul destitute. Keep me from the snares they have laid for me and from the traps of the workers of iniquity. Let the wicked fall into their own nets while I escape safely. Y'all, let's focus on the abundance of people who like you, love you, and want the best for you. And let's pray for those that don't. Remember, weapons form, but they don't prosper. Don't worry about your enemies, people who have betrayed you, people who treated you unjustly or falsely accused you. Don't worry about people who don't like you. God takes care of people. So forgive them and ask the Father to forgive them. And let's just keep counting our blessings because we're doing so good. Well, that's all I have for you today. If you're like me, I would love to hear from you. Reach out to me on Instagram at the Alicia Watson. Send me a DM. Let's chat. If you know someone who is like us, please share this episode with them and subscribe, rate, review wherever you listen to fine podcasts. I hope you all have a wonderful week. Okay, bye.